All right, welcome to Game Changer. This is our third episode. I'm Dave Villa. I'm your host, and we are live. And uh, first of all, I want to get the phone number out there. If you guys are listening to the show today, first of all, thank you. Um, this is uh, something that we do every Monday at noon Eastern time. This is our third, and we are excited. This is this is about sales. This is uh, this is about being a game changer in the arena of sales. All sales. This isn't just automotive sales, real estate. I don't care if you sell widgets. I don't care if you sell gadgets. I don't care what it is you sell. If you're a game changer, our audience wants to hear from you. We want to hear your comments. Make sure that if you're on Facebook or Twitter or if you're watching this on davidvilla.me or serialsalespro.com, you share this with anyone in sales. Um, obviously, if you can't get to it live between 12 and 30, 12 and 12.30 Eastern on Monday, then make sure you share the archive video. I feel that with the guests that we have coming on and the comments that are out there, this is something that can help salespeople. I've been in professional sales for 21 years, um, and uh, I am still as passionate it today. I get out of bed every single day ready to sell something just as passionate, if not more, than I was 21 years ago. Sales is an industry. You ask why sales? Sales is an industry where you can make more money, you can be more successful than anybody else in any other industry. The top income earners in the world today are in sales. They're selling something. So here's the deal. We're going to talk about sales today, and we're going to talk today um, about expectancy. We've got a great guest on. Andrew Mallory is going to join us in uh, just a few moments here, and we're going to talk to him, and I'm anxious to hear what he has to say. Let me go ahead and throw this out there ahead of time. If you are contemplating, we already have uh, two months booked uh, for this show now, but if you're interested in being a guest on Game Changer, you don't have to be a sales trainer. You don't have to be a sales guru. You don't have to have written a book. You can, and we have many on. We've got some great, great sales kings and queens that are scheduled to come on our show. But if you are a game changer and you are moving the needle in sales, then I want to hear from you. I want to talk to the everyday Joes and Joettes out there today that are making incomes and moving the needle in sales. Today we're going to talk about expectancy, something that I feel is of great uh, of great importance in the arena of sales because expectancy or how you feel about your image or your sales esteem is going to help you be successful or not when it comes to making money in sales. There have been days, you can relate to this hopefully, there have been days that I have not felt like getting out of bed in the morning and, and, and coming in to work. What do you do in times like that? It's not predicated. Listen, here's the crazy thing about, about, the, about that. It's not based on how talented you are. It's not based on how much money you're making. It's, it's, it's literally not based on the level of training that you have. It's, it's, it's one of those things where if you aren't, if you're experiencing a high level of rejection or you're walking through maybe a situation where you're trying to move from one level to another level, whether that level is management or whether that level is income or that's moving from one position to another or maybe you're switching companies, whatever the circumstance is, there's those time frames and maybe you're there now that you don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning because the area of sales, that, that I was talking to uh, some people recently about this and you know, if imagine if you're in any other industry and you experience the rejection or the amount of no's that you do when you're in sales. Think about this, guys. I would say that 80% of the time in sales, if you're, if you're worth your salt, you're experiencing the word no 80% of the time. So what, imagine if you were an accountant and you only succeeded 
20% of the time. First of all, you'd be the worst accountant in the history of accounting. <laughs> what do you guys think? You would suck. And you would not get hired, and you would you'd probably be jumping off of a bridge somewhere. Imagine if you were if you were a chef, and only twenty percent of the time you experienced success. You would have you would have an empty restaurant, and you would be the worst chef in the entire world because eighty percent of the time your food would suck. Imagine I can go down the line, man. Imagine if you were a doctor. How many people be dead right now because you can't, you couldn't perform the art of practicing medicine or you were an attorney. There'd be people in jail and there'd be a hit on your life because you would suck and people would be, be suffering because of it, because of it. So sales is unique to the fact that 80% of the time you're getting told no. So expectancy is a big deal when it comes to sales. I want to hear what you have to say about this. If you're on Twitter, Come on, join the conversation. Make sure, guys, that we're interacting with them on Twitter live, but hashtag Game Changer. And uh, if you are watching this on Facebook live, um, then get into the interaction. Man, my guys are going to be throwing your questions up to me in front of me here uh, on my iPad, and hopefully I can get to them. And uh, if you have guest uh, questions for our guests or you want to get on air live, then call the number on the screen, 813-574-1800. Uh, before we bring our guest on, we're going to bring him on here in just a couple of minutes. Um, I want to talk a little bit about expectation and the attitude of expectancy. Here's the thing I want to point out to you guys, that you're, you have an attitude whether you know it or not. It's kind of like culture. You know, if you don't work on your company's culture, guess what? Your company still has a culture. It's just going to be a culture that's horrible. It's just going to be a culture that's driven by somebody else other than you. So if you don't pay attention to it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It just means that it's not in your favor. So an attitude is something that you have. I have three children, two of them. Uh, one is married and the other is in uh, college and lives uh, on campus. And then I have one that is almost 16 years old. But all of my kids I talk to, and you as a parent can relate to this about their attitude. And I used to say, hey, you have an attitude. Well, guess what? I meant your attitude sucks. But they always have an attitude. And so I want to talk to you about your attitude and the attitude of expectancy. I'm of the belief that your attitude of expectancy is going to firmly dictate how your day and how your week and how your month and ultimately how your career in sales is going to turn out. If you know, um, let me say this: When I go about my day, in my belief, with an attitude of expectancy, I believe that because attitude matters and because my mindset matters, that if I go about my day with an attitude of expectancy, then guess what? I'm going to meet the exact people that I'm supposed to meet that day. I'm going to call the exact people that I'm supposed to call that day. I believe that I'm going to get the results, Lou, the results that I'm meant to get that day. If my attitude is that of an ex- attitude of expectancy, then I'm going to get the results that I'm supposed to have that day for my work day. I believe that if I have the attitude of expectancy, then my day seems easier. I believe that I worry less. I believe that I have less stress in my life, and I'm going to just downright enjoy my day a lot more than if I did not have the attitude of expectancy. How do you feel about that? Do you feel you're in the arena of sales? I want to hear your answer on this. I want to hear your opinion. Do you feel that your attitude of expectancy, if you have that, is going to dictate how your day or how your week and how your month 
takes off. You know, it's important because we're entering, this is Monday. It's the first day of the week. It's the first part of our day still. And it's really the first day. I know we're closing out the month, but I look at it this way. It's not just finishing or ending a month, but it's actually beginning the last week of the month. So this is a day of beginning. How is your attitude today? And is it one of expectancy or is it one of, hey, I don't really think this is going to be that great? Because if you feel that way, it's going to show up in those people that you talk to and your customers are not going to want to buy from somebody like that. Hopefully, hopefully your day is uh, one of expectancy, and if that's the case, then you're expecting it, everything to fall into the place that it needs to. It's a defining moment. Just because you have, let me say this, just because you have an attitude of expectancy, I will tell you, you still need, listen to this, you still need to hold up your side of the bargain. What do I mean by that? Your efforts impact your results. Listen to this. Your efforts impact your results as much as your attitude. I'm going to say it again. Your efforts impact your results just as much as your attitude. And remember, results and attitude, I'm sorry, efforts and attitude go hand in hand. Deanna Edson had a comment on Facebook. She said, objection or rejection are necessary steps sometimes. I agree with that. So she's saying, and that's a great point, Deanna, and if you have a comment on that, then make sure you weigh in on it. She says, objection or rejection are necessary steps sometimes. Great point, Deanna. Hey, we're going to bring our guest on here. I'm going to let him formally uh, introduce himself to you. But just before we do, Joey Book said, it is sales. Minutes matter. Get out of bed and attack the day. Great point, Jerry. Get out of bed and attack the day. Hey, what happens when you don't feel like getting out of bed? What happens when you feel like staying in bed and rolling over? I'm going to say that even if you don't feel like getting out of bed, I think that action is just as important as, as your mentality because if you don't feel like it, there's been plenty of times where I got up anyway and guess what? My day turned around and what started out as something I didn't feel like doing because I just went through the process anyway, the end of my day started out a lot better than the beginning of my day. Hey, without further ado, we're going to bring our first guest on here today. And Andrew Mallory is somebody that uh, I've had the pleasure of interacting with on LinkedIn over social media. Looking forward to uh, what he has to say. And I think it's a British accent. I'm pretty cool. British accents are pretty cool. And I'm going to let Andrew tell you what he does and where he's from. Andrew, thanks for joining me. Um, how's your Monday going so far, my friend? So far, David, so good. Thank you. Yes, very definitely British. Appreciate British that. accent. I got to tell you, man, whether or not, whether or not you're smart or not, you sound smarter. I just got to tell you, that's just, that's, that's just the consensus, my friend. And, uh, I'm, but I think you're pretty smart. And uh, from what I can see that you, uh, you've got it going on. Hey, tell our listeners, first of all, what you do and uh, where you're calling from. And then we're going to get right into uh, the conversation here today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that, David. I'm um, currently Director of New Business Development for the company. You can see the logo of behind the LCI office. Awesome. And I'm an advocate of social media. In fact, what I'm trying to do is change the perception of an industry currently. So there's, you know, there's pros and cons to that. There's a lot of people that are a little nervous about what I might say, what I might not, but basically... <laughs> Whichever way you want to look at it, my industry, and I hate to say this, but the auto industry, too, to a large degree, had a similar reputation, David. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this. Um, absolutely. And, and so you're director of business development, and I love that because uh, sometimes I think that we – um, we look at a BDC or business development department or a specialist of business development, and I think sometimes we blow right past, Andrew, the, uh, the, the meaning of it 
because it's, it's, it's so common sometimes, like national rep or national account manager. But if I look at the meaning or the, or the words business development director, it's important that you're, we're talking about expectancy this morning. And I wanted to get your, get your opinion, you know, um, being in the tough industry like you are. And we have tons of listeners in all spectrums. Um, but if, 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 you're, if you're the director of business development, how important is it for you, Andrew, to have the right mindset, the right attitude, um, and the right outlook on, on, on how a day, a week, a month, a year is going to start out. When you lead people and in, in, in you're in the arena of sales, talk to our listeners about the importance, in your opinion, of attitude and expectancy. That's, a, that's two great subjects. Well, let's start with attitude first. I mean, attitude, with regards to what I do, and, and this would you know, obviously reflect on just about anyone in sales is imperative. I mean, it all starts with an attitude. A positive attitude. I mean, we all in sales have stumbling blocks, you know, on a weekly, a daily, monthly basis. Mm-hmm. So attitude is absolutely critical to being able to succeed in certainly in the area I'm at. Right. <clears throat> well, let me ask. Okay, so go ahead. Talk a little bit about the uh, about expectancy. I mean, you you've been in sales uh, in the sales arena for for a long time. And in your in your opinion, I mean, it's it, you know, I think all of us in sales agree that we experience rejection at a higher level, um, and and you know, it's, I think it's our makeup, and I know that we're different um, in our makeups, and there's different salespeople, but nonetheless, one thing that a salesperson or someone in sales, Andrew, has to have in common with another is it, let's call it thick skin or the ability to to to, to shake off rejection so expectancy is a, a big deal because if you don't have a week or a month or you're not trending in business the way that you you expect it or need to you know how important is the ability to let that roll off and yet at the same time expecting better futures talk to that for the to our listeners about that for a minute from your perspective well, I think, I think in order to answer that accurately, you've got to kind of rewind the clock a little bit. Mm-hmm. Expectations in sales are generally, uh, you know, as we know, managed by quotas. Um, but in order to, to be successful at this game, and this is, as far as I'm concerned, sales is a game. Right. You've got to play the game the right way around. And many people play it the wrong way around. And in fact, in terms of expectation, <laughs> if you attack what you're trying to do, from an angle and a perspective of uh, humility, mm-hmm. uh, which we're not stuck in sales. If we listen a little bit more, <clears> which we're good. not that. And if we focus on areas that we're uncomfortable with, I think it, it's all too easy in sales uh, to get distracted and do something else that's kind of less important than mm-hmm. actually what is on your mind and worrying you. If you can focus on that, on the hardest possible areas that you've got in front of you, the rest seems to fall into place. But let's make something clear, David. Mm-hmm. I am not an advocate at all. Of I'm sorry, say one more time. Business. You're not a what? I'm not an advocate of the, um, the thought process that surrounds the fact that being in sales, uh, that just means we have to get, you know, spend our days uh, with thick skin mm-hmm. uh, while everyone respects. Talk about that. There, there are ways, yeah, absolutely. It, you know, with the advent of social media, with the advent of, of very sophisticated communications programs mm-hmm. now, we can design what we're doing, how we present ourselves, and how we communicate in a way that is going to vastly reduce um, that negative you know, feedback or the 
phone being slammed down in your face. I mean, people, that's our fault. If, if we're getting the phone thrown down in our face, mm -hmm. we're doing something wrong. Right. The customer is saying, don't bother me, which is why they're throwing <clears> down the phone. So you've got to incorporate, I believe, the best of the old school mentality. I mean, you, no one's getting away from the phone. I mean, right. at the end of the day, whether you use social media or not, mm -hmm. you've got to pick up the phone. It starts with a phone call and it ends with a phone. Let's talk about that so for a second. How, let me, let me sure. interrupt you just for because because you said something that and, and for sake of time I want to stay there for a second and I actually agree with you um, and I love what you're saying um, because you started by saying hey so I'm a proponent of social media and you know and you're passionate about that however you just said something that's very important and I want to um, I want to kind of camp here for a moment and you mentioned also about listening and uh, just a moment ago um, and so tying these together. Let's tie in the listening aspect with the fact that the phone is not going anywhere. And, and, and a lot of times, at least in, in the training that I do, because um, I'm a big proponent of social media as well, and I, and I think it's, you know, we met that way. Um, if, you, uh, if, you, if you reach out and you do a lot of the social selling, which is really big right now, you're, you're not advocating. And I think a lot of people think that, hey, this is going to be, the way I land a deal. But the reality is you have to close that deal. And typically, whether you start a relationship through social media or not, you're going to end up on the phone. Let's discuss for a minute, you know, kind of using the old school mixed with new school philosophy. Why do you think there's such an intimidation when it comes to the phone in today's sales? And, and then the, the second part of that question would be, um, more of a statement that do you believe that if if one can overcome that intimidation and get uh, become uh, become uh, proficient at using the phone that they are going to be in an elite class kind of by themselves when it comes to succeeding in sales talk about that uh, with the uh, social media mixing with the phone and then uh, coupled with some of the skill sets like listening that may um, also play a big role in phones that's good, good, good points there. Let me, let me address those. So let's, let's look at the in, uh, intimidation factor of a telephone. It's not the phone that intimidates us, right? Right. It's an, you know, innate object. It's our own perception of the reaction, picking mm. it up and picking it forth, right? Would you agree? I, I would agree. So therefore, you know, I structure a day. Um, well, let, let me just take a step backwards. The best cure for call reluctance is to pick up the bloody phone. <laughs> so, frankly, if, if the phone does intimidate you, mm -hmm. get on it. And get on it <clears throat> as many times as you need to and make as many mistakes as you possibly can until it doesn't become intimidating. It's a very powerful, effective communication tool. That's it good. can be, I believe, more effective than any other form of communication. It's depending upon how you portray yourself, whether the other party is actually engaged in what you're saying or not. If that person is not engaged in what you're saying, you're going to get nowhere. Somebody, so you've got to rethink. Somebody came, Kevin Campbell, who's listening now, Andrew, sent out something here too, and I believe uh, just a comment, and sometimes we do this on the show, I'll let you weigh in. He said, build a relationship, make a friend, make a sale. I think that you know that Absolutely. that's a great build a relationship, make a friend, make a sale. I think that speaks to tying the social media in with, um, you know, tying in with a phone call as well. Well, absolutely, and you know, 
with the advent of, of social media, and I happen to agree with you, in the last month or two, it seems to have been, you know, the temperature's really turned up on it. Mm-hmm. That is a tool, a very effective tool, to be able to connect with people and court them, develop those relationships. Absolutely. No one, absolutely no one, is going to do business with you immediately after you've connected with them. Mm-hmm. It just does not work that way. So what we're trying to do, obviously, is develop medium, long-term relationships, which find out what that person, what that individual, um, through a series of algorithmic patterns, mm-hmm. what deals to them and what doesn't deal to them. And over a period of months, you start this relationship on LinkedIn, for example. So in order to turn that into business, you've got to be, you know, very careful about how you approach it. Um, because, you know, I'm not sure about you, David. I, I've got close to 3,000 followers now on, on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I've got to be very careful how I communicate to to my group collectively and individually. Absolutely. And there's a skill involved in it. But once you get to the point where you have developed some form of relationship through LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, the world's your oyster. I mean, assuming that you're being honest and passionate right. and you have a good point, you will receive an audience and, incredibly enough, uh, you will do business. But it's not going to happen overnight. And it is very definitely a combination of the phone, the relationship, and the social media altogether. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, Andrew, we're, 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 we have a, another minute or so here. And, uh, and so I want you to... I want you to, to, to you looking looking at this whole subject again, and how you feel maybe your your best testimony to yourself of 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 how you've achieved success utilizing you know social media and 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 and, and also tying it in with the phone. Give our listeners in a, in a closing thought, you know, um, something that you feel might be the most important thing they can take with them, and then right at the end of that, if you'll. Please, we see the, the the sign in the back. But if you give us some info that we can share on uh, anyone that may need your services or how they can, you know, connect with you for uh, to receive some some more encouragement and some advice. Absolutely, thank you, David. Thank you. Well, um, as a takeaway, I mean, for, for, for me, I, I I am swimming upstream in my industry right now. It's shrinking. So, in addition, we have a very bad reputation. So, in addition to changing the perception of what's happening in the industry, mm-hmm. what I'm really about is empowering our customers, something that we haven't done for 35 years. We've empowered ourselves, mm-hmm. not our customers. So, in order for me to be successful in the position I'm at now, right. I have to be involved in a, a, a shift in perception. And social media has allowed me, for the first time ever, to portray thoughts, feelings, emotions, questions. I can be controversial without being rude. Mm-hmm. And you get fantastic feedback from leaders, industry leaders. So with that, inform- I mean, I'm empowered with that information. What, what I do with that information is, is the multi-million dollar question. Mm. So, you know, for, uh, right now as we speak, I'm working on a very, very large project for um, a huge healthcare organization who are very reluctant to deal with um, my industry in its old state. Mm-hmm. So before I can even approach the people and I'm connected with them, they know who I am, they endorse what I'm saying. But in order to connect with them properly, <coughs> um, I really have to think carefully about you know 
the cause and effect side of this as well. Mm-hmm. So, am I making sense? I no, no, you are absolutely, yeah. and you're, yeah, so, yeah, you you are, you you are, and I and I I think that it's very valuable because you're, you know, in a limited time that obviously we have in a show that's thirty minutes, we, right. you know, you're you're speaking to you're speaking to and i'm getting loud and clear that whether your industry is you know is is logistics automotive you know you're selling widgets whatever you know um you have a responsibility on social media and and if and, and ultimately um you know what you put out there is going to come down to you know um a yes or a no and i think that what you're basically saying is you're utilizing the ability to build relationships you know, and you're putting certain content out, and you're beginning to st- establish a relationship, and uh, and and I'm, I'm, I think it's great advice. But uh, also, though, at the at the end of the day, you know, you're you're holding on to a philosophy which I strongly agree with. That if you can put yourself in a position to utilize the phone and utilize, you know, things that people have started to abandon because they don't understand it, maybe through lack of training or exposure to it, then you're going to separate yourself um, from the crowd. I think that one thing that you're saying, though, I think that's also important is that, um, you know, what we put out there is very important because um, w- w- how are we separating ourselves? Are we separating ourselves on the, on the right side? Right. <laughs> you know, if we're putting... be passionate about this. Absolutely. Right? be passionate, David. I mean, it, you can't put your big <clears throat> toe in the water with social media. You, you jump in or you don't get in at all. And that's been a problem that people have for a long time, I know. Absolutely. So if you are passionate, like you are, if you are driven, mm-hmm. it's an extremely powerful tool, but you've got to, I mean, you've got to commit to it. Absolutely. Well, tell and, our, and in closing, I'll just, yeah. you know, go ahead. I was going to say, tell our listeners how they can, uh, how they can reach you and, uh, and connect with you. Um, absolutely. Um, you can reach me via LinkedIn, Andrew Mallory, Director of New Business um, at the logo above LCI Office Solutions. That's probably the most efficient way to get hold of awesome. Through LinkedIn. Um, I, uh, two, two short things that I believe in, what I stand for currently, is let's get it done and let's get it done right. Hmm. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Let's get Folks. this dialed in and let's get it organized and let's do it right. Let's get it done and let's get it, it done, done right. I love yes. it. Well, Andrew, I appreciate it. I look forward to getting to know you uh, a little further. And uh, thank you so much for taking time and coming on to the Game Changer Salescast. And uh, I look forward again to talking to you further. And uh, you have a great week, my friend. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the time, Dave. Hey, thank you. That was uh, Andrew Mallory, and uh, make sure you connect with him. And just in closing here as we begin to wrap it up, there's a couple of comments that came in. Carlos Perez said, we have to build loyalty with the customer. Um, We had Dean Edson said again, intimidated by the fact that we believe customers assume we are what they define us as. That's a great point there. Kevin Campbell said exactly, jump in the water is nice you know one of the things that i know we were kind of we started out in expectancy and uh you know this is a sales conversation it's 30 minutes and uh anything sales we want to have this conversation take the exact path that it took and that is an organic conversation that kind of just jumps from um from from side to side but i want to leave you in the next couple of minutes with this you know um andrew brought up a great point on social media a lot of us we're watching this over social media. We connect through social media. What are you putting out there? You know, and another thing that I really, really am a strong believer on, um, matter of fact, um, I'm going to put a plug out there for SerialSalesPro.com. If you're a salesperson, um, we have, it's not only for companies. If you're a company, 
SerialSalesPro.com. You could purchase it, and you get up to 30 user IDs. Um, but if you're an individual, go to SerialSalesPro.com. I've got it broken down. There's hundreds of videos, and they're broken down into multiple, multiple categories from opening to closing and everything in between. <clears throat> but one of the things that um, you know I'm a big proponent of and I teach on there is the fact of utilizing the phone. And I'm going to tell you if, you, can, if you can learn and if you need help, then, then, then buy the training. But if you are one who is great at social media and you put yourself out there and you're gaining followers, but you're not closing deals, okay? We do $15 million a year currently right now in sales. And I'm going to tell you, that's because we know how to take the sale that's initiated over social media and translate it into the phone. And you have to do that. If you can do that, Okay, if you can do that, then you can separate yourself into a class all by yourself. Deanna said, because social media is so powerful, we should be somewhat cautious. 100% agree, because if you're not ready to put your content out there, the biggest thing, the worst thing you can do is is jump in the water without realizing how, how what temperature it is. And um, but Andrew's right. When you're ready to do it, there's no uh, there's no way to do it. But all in. And uh, so, hey. I know this half an hour flew by. It literally flew by. Um, some of the guests we have coming on, we have Jack Dukowski. He is a, speaking of social selling, he's going to be coming on. Is that how you say his last name? How do you say his last name? <laughs> what did I say, Dukowski? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Jack. Jack, what? Kozakowski. Look him up. The guy's, the guy's a social media guru. He's going to be coming on here in just a couple of weeks, I think, in the beginning of October. He's slated to be on the show, Jack Kozakowski, <laughs> and he's a social selling genius. Uh, we've got a tremendous group of guests. We have Alexander Miller uh, from the Automotive Partners going to be coming on here, I think, the end of October. We've got Lisa Marie. She's going to be joining me here live on set. Uh, Matt Keenig is going to be here for Auto Deal Live this week, so we're going to be hopefully uh, bringing him on to uh, game changers um, as well listen if you want to be on the show reach out 813-630-5888 extension 501 813-630-5888 extension 501 kim or get you on listen we're already done man remember to have an attitude of expectancy here's the deal uh perception is reality and if uh, that that, that uh, and, and i'll say a person who will perform at a certain level, if they believe the performance will lead, lead to a given express outcome, then they are going to be more apt to do it. Expectancy is everything. So I'm going to tell you this Monday, go in expecting that you're going to do well, and I believe that you're going to do better than you could have if you would have went in expecting you not doing well. Have a great week, my friend. We'll see you next Monday on Game Changer. Thank you.